0: All right. well guess what you know it must be another drop for the pink link podcast because it's why and i'm here with a guest today ceo ceo bro henry from keefer Kiefer Kiefer. so we just went over this <laughs> 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 we just went over the thing it's just like it's just went out the door y'all
1: <laughs> kika first kika first kika
0: first academy um, like Kiki, he was just telling me, you know, it resorts to, you know, just being blacked out and like, Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? <laughs> <laughs> So I just thought I threw it up for now because I'm like, oh, wow, that's neat. So <clears throat> I'm going to... Introduce him um, with the bio that he sent me so that you all can get a full understanding of what this brother is doing and, you know, what he got going on. So CEO Bro Henry is a co-founder of a seven-figure private school, Kika First Academy for Entrepreneurs grade K-12, through where every student who enrolls is required to start a small business, which generates revenue and publish a minimum of one book per year. Um, and that site, you know, to find out about that is www.kikafersacademy.org. KEA's ultimate goal is to produce six figure earning students while in school. KEA currently has students all over the country. Brother Harry is also an author, professional speaker, and business coach. He teaches entrepreneurs, educators, how to build a highly profitable private school without having a budget so let's get into it bro C- ceo bro henry what um and so you can just introduce you can just say hey to the audience right fast before we get into it what's
1: going on my beautiful people how are y'all how are y'all how are y'all okay Bless you. Bless
0: you. <laughs> to be here. yes thank you for coming on and sharing your insights your you know your journey with us and all the things that you have going on so i'm just like oh, and quiet minds want to know like Brother, how did you get this idea to start a private academy for uh, small
1: entrepreneurs? You know, the short story is it fell in our lap, but the long, elated story is that um so me and my wife own a beauty supply store, and on the, we had a second floor, right? On our second floor, we used to rent it out for like event space, and. One day we was like, we, we just sat and we was like, yo, we're not making no money on this event space outside of Friday, Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. So we were looking for something that could make money Monday through Thursday, but Monday through Friday in the daytime. So of course my first thought was, yo, we should start a school. But then I went and looked up the information to start a school and they said on average, it costs 300,000 to 500,000 to $1 million to start a school. So I was like, no, nah, we shouldn't start a school. <laughs> right. I'm like, Find okay. something else. This- um, so we kind of went on this journey and my wife happened to run into this lady who had a school. and She had one student. My wife was like, "How you got a school but you only got one student?" And so we started talking to her and she was telling us kind of how what she was doing, but she was closing her school down. And she was like, "Yeah, this this once this um student graduates, I'm closing my school down cuz I've graduated all these students. I've been had the school for 20 years." I'm like, "Okay, dope, dope, dope." So she kind of told us how she was running her school and her concept And we started thinking like, yo, we use the same concept. We can run a school, but we got to have we got to add some like flair to it. You know what I mean? Because part of the reason we even thought about it in the city that that we live in, which is Rockford. It's about an hour 10 outside of Chicago. Um, It has the third worst educational system in America. Right. Only Stockton, California and someplace down south have a worse educational system in this city. The average reading level in this city is eighth grade right? That's the adults in the city. The average reading level of the city is eighth grade. The, this, the city has a 60% dropout rate. Um, just all four of the high schools are labeled national dropout factories. So this is just, education is terrible in this city, right? So I was looking at like, yo, well, what are we into? And I said, like, well, we in into entrepreneurship. You know, I had just started like coaching and whatnot. You know, I wasn't that good of a coach at that time, but I was trying, right? And I just started coaching. Yeah, sure. I'm like, yo, um let's do a school right so we, we took that model he's like but let's make sure that all the students come to our school got to start a small business and then we we're like well there's other schools that do entrepreneurship we got to add some more flair to it so we're like all right well they also got to publish a minimum of one book a year we'll give them black history year round we'll do stem we'll have music art we'll have you know computer science and it kind of grew from there but literally it i don't have no formal background i don't have a college degree i have a high school diploma barely um wow so it just grew from there you know what i'm saying
0: okay so that's awesome first off and i just caught when you was like because i I just know how law of attraction works and the universe works so you actually told your wife y'all needed to start a school and then the universe met you all with you manifesting that to meet this lady who was actually doing what you had spoke of and then the cards just aligned and fell into place like that.
1: Oh, it was all it was it was God, it was the universe, it was a higher power. Right. When I so say I, the
0: universe, I need to be more specific. I, I mean God, but God created I, the universe, you know, because people take that as oh, the universe, but no, I, I'm I'm speak of
1: God. Absolutely you know. universe. Absolutely. It was the law of attraction all day. Before I, I and at that time I had no clue what the law of attraction was. It just was we I was me, I'm the type of person that I just move. When I have the idea, I move like it's got to get done. I gotta execute. So I knew how to execute, but I just didn't have the knowledge to really know how to. Um, I didn't have the knowledge to know what we were building, but I had built big things in the past. But I just hadn't. I didn't I had no clue what I was doing. I'm just be honest with you. I had no clue. Wow,
0: that's amazing. And just to see, you know, your story and your testimonies of how far you all have came. So how long had the school been open?
1: Um, this is our third year. This is our third year. Wow, congrats. So in June of 2019, we had the idea to do the school. In July of 2019, we started marketing it. In August of 2019, we opened our doors. We started with seven students, and that was the start of our school, was July 2019. Wow. Or, all right, August 2019. Those It took us three months to get the school doors open. Wow.
0: So did you all purchase the building that the young lady was closing or you use that floor that you all had?
1: No, we used our beauty supply store. So we just right. leveraged that. We already had that space. So we moved the school into there. I found out later illegally, but <laughs> in entrepreneurship, you got to do what you got to do. You got to make
0: it happen. Why did I kicked it off? Hey, you know, <laughs> two businesses <No>. in one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, but you know, now, you know, you learned the lesson and you, Got
1: it. Where it's legal now, y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. It was only it was only illegal in the sense that, so we. I told my wife, I said, our goal is to make our school so different, so unique, that it literally just, we outgrow the space in half a semester, and that's, that's exactly what we did. We ended up having so many students that my, my store space could no longer service the school. Wow. And so, um, this was my first experience with Manifest or something, right? There's this Black-owned community center out here, and I told my wife, like, yo, we got the only Black-owned school we need to, we should be, have our school coming out of that Black-owned community center. There would be some power base there. And, um, but that was it. Like, we didn't talk to nobody, at nothing. So maybe two weeks before um, that first semester ended, I got invited to speak at this event at that community center. And when I was there, I was talking about the school and the director over that center came up to me and was like, hey, what do you think about moving your school here? I think would it be a nice power base. And so literally we moved our school there. And what's crazy about it is two weeks after that semester ended, the city of Rockford and, you know, whoever they got zoning commission, all those people, they came to my store like five deep with all this paperwork. Like, yo, we heard there's a school here. We got, you know, we got to do an inspection to check if there's all these violations. Like you can't have the school if all these things happen. So I was like, good news and bad news, fam. The good news is we had a school here. The bad news is the school moved. So we're not here no more. So there is no school. So you got to take all that paperwork and roll out. And that's exactly what they did. And the school was able to thrive and grow. And on on record, according to the school district out here, we're the fastest growing private school in the history of our city. Wow.
0: Wow. Like, this is just amazing. Like, look at just how everything just falls into place when you believe, when you move. And you, you, you just said something powerful. When you get the instant, you move on it. Some people get it and just sit there and then they miss the mark
1: absolutely you
0: move you know that's powerful
1: gotta execute if you execute like you you don't know what the universe got for you if you execute that's how long exactly you gotta go for it
0: exactly you can't sit on it and think on it and come you know contemplate when you get that intuition that whisper that's the spirit you know and many times that's that's meant for you to move not just Hmm, should I let me call this person so many people do that and don't get anything done I'm I'm like you when I get that I'm like okay hmm, it's time to take action it's time to do something let me listen to this Absolutely. And so, <clears throat> you did say you opened in 2019 so I know COVID hit around beginning of uh, 2020 so did that have any impact on anything with school or how you had to you know just reconsider some things and maybe do online or something or how did they go?
1: Absolutely. COVID was the biggest blessing <laughs> that happened. So COVID leveled us up in so many beautiful ways, right? So right. Yeah. so first of all, right, my school did not miss a beat during COVID because all of our students have like a customized, unique um, curriculum. So even though the governor ended up shutting all the schools down in our state and we had to shut down also None of my students fell behind because of how we set the curriculum up academically, right? So all my students kept rolling right along like they was at school every single day. It was a beautiful thing. But the blessing came in. We weren't prepared for virtual school, right? So um, I got with a team that's out here. We put together like a whole virtual component for our school to be able to go virtual. We set up the Zoom. And um, so here's where the blessing came in at. I realized something during COVID that, that worked in my favor. I realized because everything was shut down and everybody was home. So if you wanted to build a network, the greatest time to build a network was during COVID. So during COVID, um, so during COVID I, uh, we hopped on the phone and just started calling people. And guess what people did? Celebrities, stars, whoever, influencers, they answered the phone. So I'm like, yo, not only did they answer the phone, I'm like, yo, how would you like a speaking engagement at my school virtually? Because everybody wants to do something. It's COVID. And we just got a chance to link with so many people. Um, in particular, I got we got to, I got to link with um A. Donahue Baker, who changed the game for our school. Um, A. Donahue Baker, shout out to A. Donahue Baker, money app bank, you know that's the that's the that's the big homie right there. Um, All right, shout out. <laughs> a. Donahue Baker changed the game. Um, he uh man, he just and it's not like it wasn't one specific thing. His co-sign of our school meant everything, right? When I when I after we had his co-sign, our confidence was through the roof to go after all these other people. So long story short, all the way up to like last year, right? I was talking to A. Donahue Baker, and I was like, "Yo, I got wrote on my, um, I wrote on my ma- manifestation board. I want to meet David Shantz, right? Because I, I, had seen a few episodes of Social Proof, and I was like, "Yo, it's kind of dope. I want to meet this guy. He's doing, he's doing great things." So D- uh, A. Donahue Baker tells me, "Oh yeah, that's my man. I, I plug you. He Say, hey, go buy a ticket. Come to Atlanta next week." We're all white. I got you. I had no clue he was inviting me to like the social proof alumni dinner. So I pull up. Everybody that I, I look up to is in this spot. Like him, five hundred is there, and uh, Marquell Russell is here, and Zoe and Skittles and Doctor Jacob Taylor and Ash Cash, and just everybody I look up to is in the same spot. And I'm, I'm telling you, about- jelly,
0: because I saw the pictures, and that was a magnificent <laughs> event.
1: <that> oh I- <laughs> yeah. I, first of all, like okay, I don't wanna, like throw too much of my background out there, but, like, my background, like, I'm, I'm kind of hood a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, I've never been to no event like this that Black folks ran, and it's, like, right. people, and it's, like, everybody's talking about money, and, like, I, I can't... If you weren't there, I got some pictures, so it's kind of hard to tell, but, like, it was one of those things for me when I got to the actual venue, because I didn't realize it was a rooftop thing, right? So, like, I'm in Atlanta. I'm trying... I'm, gonna like at the address. I'm like, yo, where's this, where's this spot at? I'm looking around. I see him 500. And he's like, "Yo, what up, bro?" I'm like, "Yo, that's him!" Like, yo, I'm geeked. I'm like starstruck. Like, yo, that's him. And he's like, "Yo," he dabbed me up. He like, "You here for the uh, event?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, oh, you gotta take the elevator around the side, go up to the top floor. So I get up there. It's VIP. Like, as soon as you get off the elevator, you know, it's like, Hundred Hood too." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, okay, I got, I got, I got my peoples here. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's, it's VIP only. Like, when you get off the elevator, you gotta check in. If your name not on the list, you can't get in. I'm like, oh, this is dope. I go look out over the side. I see, like, the all, the real gold silverware, the real gold plates. The, the, everything is beautiful. It's like a spiral staircase to get down. We across the street from the Mercedes Center. And um, it was just lit. Like, everybody's talking money. I met so many people, made so many connections. And that really took us to a whole new level, just being present. And that was just last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, from that. So, at, like, every single year, we just ran into these blessings that have, like, just took us to whole new levels got connections put on with people that just took us to whole new levels. Um, Markwell Russell, when I met Markwell, yeah. he is a huge supporter of our school. He's, he flew out to our school to speak. He's met with my students. He knows them on a first name basis. We just came back from Atlanta. We went to the client attraction boot camp. He gave our school big shout outs, like lots of love, like just making those connections with people mm. has really elevated the score more so than like, it's not like a blueprint. Like I can teach, like just go network, Meet people and open your mouth, tell them who you are, what you do, give them your offer. And literally, that's how we've been able to grow the school on that level, like in the public eye. So,
0: Wow, that's amazing. So, you I had an awesome 2020. <laughs> and and <laughs> yes. now, you know, because a lot of people, and a lot of people actually had an awesome 2020 around what had happened. You know, like you said, it was a blessing for you in, um in a sense, you know, as... We, I understand what happened to a lot of lives, and you know during that time. But at the same time, it was such a blessing for so many people as well. You know, so we have to still count our blessings because you know those of us who you know just been able to get through it and still be here, you can't not still be thankful that you were blessed. You know, during the time that those things was happening as well. Yeah,
1: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't end up getting COVID until December of twenty (laughs) one. Like. Wow. I guess I, it's crazy because my beauty supply store, all the beauty supply stores in the city got shut down, but we found a way, just using our savvy, to be the only store that stayed open. So, like, y'all is was,
0: just... Y'all is just...
1: <laughs> <y'all> phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we would get to our store at, like, 9 in the morning. we open at 10. There would literally be a physical line wrapped around the block to come in because we were the only beauty supply store in the city. So, on average, at the height of COVID, like, before everybody had masks and gloves and all the different stuff at the height of COVID. Uh, well, no, we had masks at that time. We were probably selling like a thousand masks a day. And we were probably servicing like a hundred clients a day or customers a day, um, every day and never got COVID. So I was just counting my blessings. every. Like I was going home with the orange peelings, like doing the, the oranges over the stove. We was doing all kinds of stuff. Cause I was like, yo, with coming in contact with this many people, it's only a matter of time till somebody passes it. And luckily for us, None of us end up, I didn't end up getting COVID till December um, of this, of last year. And um, didn't even realize I had COVID. I, I knew I was sick, but I was popping Tylenol. I kept working. And I didn't even know I had COVID. I was like working, working, working. I finally went to the hospital and it was like, yo fam, you got chill. You got COVID. They're like, but your COVID's over. You just got to quarantine. Like you had it. It's in your bloodstream. And I was like, yo, I just worked through that joint. Like <laughs> you got one life to live. I got to execute. If I die tomorrow, I got to
0: get it in today. So that was the attitude, you know, I took. And Amen. I, I love that. Yes. And so far it's COVID with me, I can't tell you, if I, I thank God I've been just blessed through it, during this time. I hadn't took no tests. I hadn't took no whatever. I've been taking prayer and <laughs> eat my vegetables and my fruits and my water.
1: <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs>
0: that's what I've been on. I don't even watch the news because they was just, you know, I'm math for what I'm focusing on, and when you focus on something, it grows. So I just be like, let me let that Absolutely. go. <laughs> I love it. And so um, I want to go back to when you were saying something about in your curriculums is catered to each student. Could you kind of mm-hmm. elaborate on that for me, right, um quick?
1: Yes, ma'am. So we all of our all of our students have customized education that specifically speaks to them where they're at. One thing we had to make sure of, especially in our city. 99% of the students who come to us from public school are behind academically. So age-wise, they <laughs> might be like fifth grade, but when you test them and give them an assessment, they might test in at like fourth grade math, maybe fifth grade social studies, you know, it might be third grade reading level. So as a school, most schools pass students through, especially when it comes to black students in particular, they just pass students through. So we needed a system. We, 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 we What was important to us was a system where, if a student came in, they could work at their own pace. In addition to being able to work at their own pace, we had to have a system that could catch the students up to where they were supposed to be. Right. Cause that's important to bring them back. So if a student act, if a student acted or grade wise or age wise should be in seventh grade, but academically they're performing at fourth grade. Well, now we got to be able to, to give them fifth grade, sixth grade and into seventh grade to catch them up. Right. So that's important being able to close that gap, but also, for the students who are, who are more uh, studious, who academics come to easier, well, let me give you this real-life example. I have a six-year-old in California, because we have virtual students across the country, right? Uh, she just turned seven. This year alone, she completed the first grade, the second grade. She's halfway into third grade, and by the end of the year, she'll probably be at fourth grade level by the end of the school year. So in one year, she was able to do first grade, second grade, and probably third grade, and then start the fourth grade. So, so part of the, the fallacy of public schools is that we, help, we hold children in this box. Like, because you're six, you're going to learn letters, you're going to learn sounds, you're going to learn shapes, you're going to learn colors. But what if my six-year-old already knows all of that? Why are you keeping them in this box instead of letting them go to the next level, the next level? Like, so, so we have a student, just happens to be my daughter. Shout out to her. Um, she'll be graduating high school at 14 because she's allowed to work at her own pace. She's always been brilliant academically. We homeschooled her, all that type of stuff but now because of this system she'll be able to graduate high school at the age of 14 wow. um so and that any student can do it though it's not specific to her it's about the work ethic like if your work ethic is top notch if you come in and you take care of business you can graduate early um i got another high school senior out of austin texas who he's going to graduate early but stay in school just to get our guest speakers that come every week so wow yes well, so congrats
0: that's- congrats to your daughter and that brother and the other young lady like that's awesome
1: yes ma'am
0: i love how you all have it you know to where they're not in a box you know like you said because many kids like i was saying telling someone um <clears throat> with the regular curriculum in high schools and things like that many kids do not make it to that 12th grade year because they're they're tired they're bored you know and it's just um like they say, three hundred start by twelfth grade years, maybe a hundred and something for the graduation class. You know, because then mm-hmm. they have fell off and dropped out and just no longer interested. So you know, maybe they need to take some notes. because
1: cause they're not a lot of schools. One thing we one one of the, when we say Entrepreneur Academy. We are making sure that these children learn about stuff that they can use in real time, but they can also use as they graduate. So real estate, cryptocurrency, digital marketing, affiliate marketing, speaking engagements, authorship, like things that students can use and start. So we had a student like 13 years old making a thousand dollars a week selling books. Like you gotta give students things that they can lock into now that's real and tangible, because then they'll fall in love with coming to school. It's not just you come, you recite what the teacher heard. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. old, you know, and, and on the academic side, you got to be able to feed them, especially our schools open to everybody, right? But we specialize and target our own community because that's what's most needed. And so we do like Black history every every week, right? And our children become different children when they learn, like, we're not teaching them Cl- Christopher Columbus discovered America. Like, we ain't on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? No, Columbus was a rapist. Columbus was a, a pillager. This is what he did to our people when they came to Haiti, when they came to Dominican Republic, when they came to Jamaica. These are the things that they did to our people. So we're not celebrating them as as heroes here. Right. And when our children start to hear that type of stuff, huh, black people existed before slavery. What you mean? Huh? What? You know what I'm saying? Like children light up. And we do that because if I'm teaching you how to make money and ultimately our goal is to produce six figure earning students, well, if I teach you how to make six figures in school, It does us no good as a community for you to go back and support Louis Vuitton and Gucci and buy rims, but you don't buy back the block or you don't create businesses for other people or you don't go buy your mama a house or you don't retire your family. Like we got to have that type of thinking and we got to instill that in our children because all the different traumas that's in our community, you know, we can solve a lot of those traumas through entrepreneurship if we become the the resource in our own community. So that's like part of our philosophy.
0: Wow. I I love Kiefer's Academy. Am I saying it right? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: pika first
0: pika first academy i just want to take one of the k's out seem like it no i don't want to do it
1: (laughs) everybody (laughs) do it
0: (laughs) oh okay i don't feel alone okay so um i mean just hearing all these things that this school has to offer so you said it is where you know you can do virtual school or you can come in in person right
1: yeah and we're building out more in-person schools right now so we're due to open in houston and atlanta in fall of twenty-three. So in Houston, we're, we're, we plan on making Houston our flagship school, and Houston is about to be lit, I'm telling you. Atlanta, too, because Atlanta got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurial hitters in Atlanta. Like, you know, we got new folks locked in, uh, but we got Marquel out in Atlanta to give us that alley-oop. And in Houston, we're working with um, a few different groups out there. Um, shout out to, like, Support Black Entrepreneurs and a few other groups out there. Um, ATS Business University that's helping us to uh, do Houston. Houston is going to be lit. So anybody, right, because we have students in Houston, right? So those students are really excited. Like, oh, we're going to get a real physical school. So every place we have virtual students at, our goal down the road is to either, is, is either one of our franchises can be bought and open there, or we'll be able to open a physical school there um, ourselves through me and my wife. So we plan on hitting some of the major cities ourselves: um, Houston, Atlanta, one on the West Coast, probably L.A. And maybe like New York and possibly Chicago, but Chicago is a different kind of kind of city. So, Chicago takes some research and some study because Chicago okay. has different issues that's not quite academic all the way around, like the gang culture, the violence. Like all my people from Chicago. So, you know, we got some, 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 some Chicago's gonna be different, but we plan on hitting those cities and then we'll have franchises so people can buy franchises, can, can buy into the school, wherever they're
0: well so yes i love that franchise d- idea because jackson mississippi that's where i'm from i'm in Mapleton, you know right outside of Atlanta, and so um where are you based at now because i was thinking it was chicago for some reason
1: no we're like an hour 10 outside of chicago so we're in a, we're in the next we're okay. in the second city of illinois outside of chicago um so we're like in we're square in the middle between chicago and milwaukee right
0: oh so, okay. so we
1: get the worst of education right we get Chicago's violence and then we get Milwaukee sex trafficking all in one city that's a small city, and it's just a terrible combination for education <laughs> terrible, terrible
0: wow wow wow, okay, so um I'm trying to see what's what i mean it's so much I can ask you about this academy and so um I want to say, is there anything you want to share and let the people know, you know, that you haven't shared, that I haven't asked? Because it's so much that I feel like I ask all day about this academy. (laughs) It's phenomenal.
1: (laughs) I would encourage entrepreneurs to start their own school, right? Because even though I have our school, we're building more schools, we have things to offer. I can't reach all the children in my city. And it's personal for me. Um, Part of of the reason why it's so personal, I'll tell you the story. I have a friend, um, it's actually like a brother to me and, uh, his son was murdered in like a quadruple homicide, right? This dude ends up killing his son, his son's girl, and like the two babies, right? This crazy thing happened. So, um, I'm talking to him and it's like right around the time when I met him. Cause I had, I actually went to his son's funeral. It was a huge thing before I actually met him, like on a one-on-one level. So when I talked to him, he was telling me, he said, man, you know what? Um, as a father, I did everything right by my son. I raised him properly. I gave him everything I needed. He was a good man. He was a golden gloves boxer. He was taking care of a woman and children that wasn't his. He was providing for the household. Like, this was a stand-up brother. This is like a quality brother. And he was like, man, and I still lost my son to violence in the streets, and he wasn't in the street. And so I gave him this analogy, because at the time, me and him and a few other brothers were building a grassroots organization. So I told him, I said, well, you know, brother, if you have a fish tank, and it's a dirty fish tank, and you take a fish out of that fish tank, and you clean the fish, but then you put the fish back into the fish tank, that fish is still set up to become, uh, to be succumbed to the environment in which it's in. So for us as parents, yes, we can do everything right by our children, but we got to remember that we live within the village. So if you don't clean the entire fish tank, and you only take the one fish out, other fish can still get or that, that single fish can still fall victim to that environment. So we can't just focus on cleaning our individual fish. We have to build systems that clean the entire tank. And that was kind of like for that grassroots organization and for my school, that's kind of what drives me to, uh, to encourage entrepreneurs to start their own schools. Like, listen, a lot of these problems in our community, the drugs, the dope, the gang violence, the street violence, the domestic abuse, you know, like all these different things, all these traumas, we can solve a lot of those, If we build schools where we control the narrative, where we provide the resources, where we become the solution in the community, not only for the entrepreneur, most of us think, well, if I start a school, like I'm a digital marketer, starting a school is not in my industry. No, it's going to make you a better digital marketer. It's going to give you more clients. It's going to give you more of a base and you'll have a bigger reach. Right. So whatever your niche is, build a school around your niche, like whatever you do, it will increase. You'll make more money. You'll have more impact. You'll have more freedom it'll give you a bigger opportunity to have more impact with more people. Cause now your business is known as that, which is giving a solution to an entire community. So I just implore entrepreneurs to think about starting their own school. You don't have to be an educator. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I have a high school diploma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I barely, <laughs> so, but but we're here, you know what I'm saying? And, and there's a, there's a, there's a process to it. It does, You don't need a lot of money to do it. It's just, We just don't, we think about big projects sometimes and we like, yo, I don't have this, I don't have that. We think about the cup being half empty, but really the cup's half full. Look at everything you do have and you can make it happen. So that's how I I got into coaching people. That's how I got into coaching entrepreneurs and educators, you know, to build their own schools. Like it's not a a difficult process. You just got to look at your business and build around your business and you can build, you know, a school yourself. So I really implore entrepreneurs to look at that. Educators too. Like if you're a good teacher, and you're like, here's the thing. As entrepreneurs, we understand business, right? Like we know, oh, I need this CRM over here. or I got to have this email marketing. Or I got to set my funnel up like this or I got to reach out to these people. I got to create these groups. We understand that as entrepreneurs, especially in the modern day. Right. Oh, I got to get this podcast over here. or I got to do the speaking engagement, this mastermind. As educators, they understand these are the best techniques to make sure students get the best education and do x y and z right but educators don't know how to run a business and it doesn't matter if you know how to run a business and you're not an educator marry the two you marry the two you got a full-fledged business like I'm not I'm by far not the best teacher in my school but I teach entrepreneurship and I teach black history in my school but I'm naturally I'm a teacher right I get paid for speaking engagements I have a book I have my own book Uh, you know what I mean like so everybody's naturally an educator and you can and you can learn those skill sets so I just really implore entrepreneurs to like, just take a look at the idea and think about it. Like, yo, this is something I can do. And I got the blueprint. If you need the blueprint, hey. I, everything, everything that's in my coaching program, I give away for free. The only thing I charge people for is if you want my mentorship through the process. Other than that, I give away everything in my coaching program for free. Yeah. So build a school.
0: Yes. And you know what? That's funny because that's what I want to ask you about. The 60 minutes. What, what, it was something I saw you posted, um, six days or something, six, some was 60 minutes or something, 60 seconds. Um, and it was speaking about, you know, how to build your own and start your own school. So it's, you know, that was the question that was like
1: out there. Oh, yes, man. So, I mean, I do like masterminds, I do live Q and A's, like I'll pull up on you. Um, I'm, I try to be everywhere. I'm, I'm on, you know, 20 podcasts a week. Like I'll be wherever you need me to be to give information away on like, you know, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Like for me, it's more important for me that we have these resources in our community than just me making money. Like I'm going to make money regardless. Right. But if I can implore us to like position ourselves to do it, and I'm trying to lead by example. And um, like, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not as difficult as people think. Um, we have a school we work with, uh shy prep Academy and they're killing, they're killing like, and they're offering something completely different than any other school in Chicago. Right. They, um they have uh uh, National Basketball Association, like their players can come in, they recruit and they can go play basketball all across the country, not just in the state. And it's a completely different program, but his re- his school is bringing in people off the street to kind of clean up the community and it's offering something around his niche. So salute to Shy Prep Academy. Um, but like, we just, we need that. You know what I'm saying? So I do that all the time. So I, that's, the matter of fact, this, I don't know when they'll see this podcast, but my next one, my next Live Q&A will be this Wednesday at 7 o'clock, April 22nd.
0: Okay, so that's when they'll see this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, that's great. And I'll be sure to drop that in the description box as well. So, okay, you all are doing some great things. I love how you said that everyone needs, well, not everyone, but if you're teaching something and you're an educator or you, you know, have a niche in something and it you know, you can pour into someone else. You need to link with this brother here, CEO Bro Henry, so that you can, you know, really just like see how you can take it to the next level and, you know, start a private school, especially if your neighborhood or community is, you know, um bounded to the violence and so many and so many other things that children are getting into and it's not beneficial why not be that change and start something that can be beneficial so that they can get that you know that new vision for their lives and not only what they see or being you know subject to so um i love what you're doing here and so i want to ask you something for as you know your mental space and your well-being why you're doing all these things you know business-wise so um what do you do to you know keep your head in a good space and you know just keep your you know yourself together for as your well-being as well as you continue to point to so many others
1: absolutely so a couple things right two things in particular i know the answer to both of these off top number one my wife is my coo and so th- there's like this myth in the black community and it's like yo if you're a couple and y'all work together you're gonna get tired of each other because like you're around each other all day. Like you need, you need me space, you need time to be alone to, to breathe your own thoughts. Right. But it's a myth, right? Napoleon Hill said in thinking grow rich, that the strongest mastermind alliance is between husband and wife. And if the two of you align in your mastermind, you can get more done together in one year than you will be able to get done apart in seven years. So of course it's we started our school we built it in three months we started in seven students it took us three years to hit seven figures right and that is understanding that for me part of my mental space is if i have a victory if i have a loss my wife already knows she's on she's boots on the ground here with me like there's nothing that happens in the school that she doesn't know about and so at all of my struggles all of the highs all of the lows she's there to celebrate with me right and so She's actually the, the brains of the operation. I'm just the, the talking head, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: right. It's, behind every Black man, there's a strong woman.
1: <laughs> Let's keep it a hundo. She's the yeah. one running stuff here. Y'all just see me out front, well, right? shout
0: out to the wife. <laughs> Congrats, <laughs> Congrats to you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So that's one thing, right? And, and my daughter, both of my daughters go to the school. So having that sense of... Family orientation, like we have an open door policy. Parents can pop in anytime. It takes a village, right? And all the love and support we get, like that, for me mentally is is like I'm understanding that I'm pouring into people, and like life is short. You got to give what you got while you got it, right? Then on the flip side of that, we vacation hard, right? We vacation hard. So we work for our vacations. We earn our vacations. Um, but I'm not a big. I don't. I'm not spend money on a lot of you know frivolous things. But I will spend money on a good vacation. So we travel a lot, we passport stamped up. And um for me like getting out the thing about vacations, my wife likes doing like 10-day vacations. I can't do that that long. Like if I do 10 days, by like the third day, I'm in my phone. I'm checking out like yo, I could do this speaking engagement, yo, I'm, I'm going to try to podcast from Jamaica. So you know what I'm saying? Like so it becomes work. <laughs> yeah, cuz this this isn't work for me. Like I'm at work right now on the podcast. Like right. this ain't work. This is fun for me. So if I'm having right. fun all day, it's like yo it, 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 I put it like this. I'm having so much fun doing what I'm doing that I don't realize how many losses we've taken. Like we wow. take a lot of losses. We have a lot of failures, but the failures are just as fun as the victories. So when you're having fun doing what you're doing, it's like, yeah, we, we took an L we, we, we didn't get that. didn't That didn't work out. Right. But let's try something else. Right. And the failures become fun. So you don't even realize that, you know, wow. it stays down because you're having fun the whole time. So,
0: Yes, I love you that you said that, and we're going to get into them seven figures too, how the fairies become fun, because you get to learn a new lesson, you get to, you know, get that growth, you get to, you know, learn how to do something different, and it takes you for, you know, the long haul, like it builds Absolutely. more character, it builds more you know perseverance so cuz i get that when i you know take a loss you know i'm i'm getting the lessons out of this thing how can i depict, depict this so i can be better you know and some people absolutely. take it as oh you know and, and sob over no that's the time <laughs> to get everything you need to be better
1: absolutely so I, I, I i you tell my it. clients that um on the journey of entrepreneurship if you're in a car you, the 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 loss or the failure is just a speed bump it doesn't mean you stop you might have to slow down right? Because you don't want to (laughs) go, you don't want to hit the speed bump smack on. You might got to slow down, but it's not a stop sign. It's not a red light. So hit the, learn the lesson, hit the speed bump and keep going. Like that's how, that's how the journey is. It's just a speed bump. It's not a red light. You got to keep, you got to keep going with that thing.
0: Yes. Yes. That's a good analogy. Okay. So seven figures here. Okay. Congrats. Like is that, (laughs) is that your first seven figures in business or, you know, um,
1: it is. It is. Well,
0: congrats on that. And so, it came in three years?
1: Three years, yep. But think wow. about it, right? If you're doing seven years worth of work in three years, you're really looking at 21 years worth of work condensed into three years. And so it, it, it shows you how to get there. It is not. Here's the thing. Now that I know it, it ain't hard. I can teach it to anybody. It ain't hard. So you
0: can teach me how to become a seven-figure private school owner.
1: Absolutely. Uh- look, look, here's the thing. Here's the beautiful thing. What we what we know now, we can speed up time for our clients. So the three years it took us to get there was because we didn't know all these different pieces and things. Like I'm still learning to this day, of course, because I'm not a like who builds schools. I always, school somebody, always right? but speed up time, and now when you speed up time, you're like, oh, was that simple? Like people probably are gonna be upset with me when they're like, it's that simple.
0: I Yo, why, why did I
1: hire you? I could just do this myself. You feel me? Like it's it's that simple. Wow. wow. Um,
0: well that's good to hear because um hey y'all, y'all gotta tap in with this brother here and become a seven figure private school owner, you know, why not? It it's a win-win. I love win-win situations. You're you're growing and then you're gonna help others grow.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay, so Mrs. CEO bro Henry, uh, what would you say to someone, you know, um, sitting out there and, and They contemplate, you know, the next step that they need to take in their lives. And so, you know, doubting, should they, should they not? What would you say to that person today? All
1: right. I'm a, I'm a bite and quote my brother, my coach, my mentor, Marquell Russell. And Marquell had the coldest thing he says to this, right? He asked this question. Are you at seven figures? If you say no, right, then then what you don't know to get to seven figures, like let's say I'm at 100,000 then you're $900,000 short in what you know of getting that million dollars. So what you don't know is costing you $900,000 every year that like, you got to look at it. Like from that perspective, what you don't know is costing you $900,000 every single year. So yeah, I made a hundred thousand. Yeah, but everybody's goal is like start at a million. So what you don't know is costing you every single year. And the problem is most of us are not executors. When it comes to like like we have to if anybody does coaching, you understand this, right? You got a client, they go through your funnel, they schedule an appointment, you get them on the phone. Oh, I wanna do X, Y, and Z, I wanna lose weight, I wanna start a school, I wanna, you know, attract more clients, whatever. You get up to the point, all right. If you get a coach, most coaches are gonna cost you three thousand, five thousand, six thousand, you know, depending on the type of coach you get, right? If you I think Myron Golden's buy-in is like fifty thousand, right? You, you can't get Myron Golden for cheap, right? But if you pay Myron Golden $50,000 and he teaches you how to make $5 million, then it doesn't like, you got to be willing to invest in yourself. You got to understand. And people are like, well, how am I going to get the $50,000? Figure it out. People make people get money for things they want. If that Louis Vuitton come out, New Jordans come out, if, you know, whatever you want, that condo that you want, people figure out a way to get what they want. So... Figure out a way to get what it is that you need that's going to take you to the next level. I spend more money on coaching than anything else. Like, I, if, if, I, if I can be in the room, I'm there, right? Like David and Donnie, oh, we we'll do to Brain Picker Podcast. Boom, instantly. I'm there. Like, here you go. Because to me, the benefit is bigger than the investment. So for me being on Brain Picker Podcast, right, there was like $3,000 per at that time. It's probably more now because they've done more episodes, right? When I got on, it was $3,000 to get into the episode. So we, we did Brain Picker Podcast. From Brain Picker Podcast, we got like a $600,000 contract out of Houston, right? It, it, you you got to go for the gusto. Like, you have to make it happen. So I know people, like, jump. If you don't jump off the roof, you're never going to know if you can fly. Only two things can happen if you jump. You're going to fall and die. And if you're dead, it doesn't matter because you're dead. Or you're going to fly. And that's what birds do. When, when birds get to a certain point, the mother pushes them out the nest. Fly or die and entrepreneurs need to understand if you want to get your wings you got to jump you can't stand on the rooftop talking about well when my wings grow out and you know i want to i want to get detailed wings and i want to get colored no just jump like Like, do it ugly one
0: more thing i just gotta wait till this get in
1: place (laughs) (laughs) when this happened and that happened no you listen the people who take action get rewarded and i've learned that lesson so i'm i'm like, I will get a coach in a second. I have a coach that's a billionaire. This is so, this is super dope to me. I have a coach that's a billionaire, right? Not only is he, so not only is he my coach, though, I know him on a one, I can call him on the phone right now. He's in Houston, by the way, helping us with the school. I can call, get him the phone. I, I can talk to him face-to-face. When I'm in Houston, I see him, right? I go see him when I'm in Houston. Like, And so what would you pay to be in the room with a person that can do? Matter of fact, if you go to my school's app, you can watch for free. We're going to yank it down though soon because you're, going to have to, you're going to, people going to have to pay to get this information. It's free right now. Watch. <laughs> you can watch him for two hours straight. He spoke to my school a couple years ago and his entire conversation was how to become a millionaire in three months. That's the only, like every answer. This is how to become a millionaire in three months. This is how to become a millionaire in three months. This how to become real estate, video game. Like he has like 200 streams of income, 240 streams of income, something like that. So he's just, he's just going off. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. And like, when you start thinking about it, It's people that take action and people that don't take action. If you don't take, if you're that person that's on the couch, you doubt yourself, you don't believe what the universe is telling you, you're literally doing the law of attraction in reverse. You're repelling all your blessings. All these blessings are coming to you and you're like, I don't want that blessing. I don't want that blessing. I don't want this blessing. That's not for me, right? When really you just got to take the opportunity and jump. And I have so many stories about that. Sometimes you got to go through struggle. Sometimes you got to go through strife, but those are just speed bumps. Like you gotta go through it to earn your stripes. but those are speed bumps on the path to your destination. So execute. Don't 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 take forever to make the decision. Make if or if it's not for you, just say it for me. Like some people like no, I want to build a school. Cool. At least we know. You're not wasting my time, not wasting your time. Mm. Go do you, fam. You know what I'm saying? But if you're that if, if it's on you, like some uh, I had a client come to me, I wanna do a school for the last six years. For six years you had this idea from the universe and you ain't execute. You need to get the moving. <laughs> you, you could be like, me right know. now The universe gave you this idea six years ago Like the moment I got the idea And I figured out how to do it We moved in June, we, we market July We open in August, execute There's no there's no time to think about nothing else I had no clue we, Our first day of school I was like, alright, like the very first day Cool, we had seven students First thing we're going to do is vision boards, y'all You got to be able to see the future While the students are cutting out magazines doing a vision board I'm trying to figure out like, okay, we're we gonna do spelling next. We're gonna like, we're trying to figure it out, right? But that's what entrepreneurs do you figure out, you're a problem solver, figure it out as the day becomes more structured. Now, it seen now parents are looking at it, they're like, yo, this is the coldest thing I've ever seen. Now, it's attractive to all these people because nobody's seen anything like it, and we're figuring it out as we go. But I'm not sitting around waiting. Well, I'm gonna open the school once I know what the students are gonna have for lunch, and once I have a crossing guard. And like no just go figure do it no just it do it like nike just do it so yeah that's 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 that for those yeah. so get up and let's go
0: wow that's awesome like and then like you said the guy was waiting six years and that's how i felt with my coaching and all that for years and you it's like you resisting and you know if you're paling in the opposite direction like you know like you're not going to get anywhere, you know? So you got to quit resisting life and just, you know, align with life so that you can live out your life's purpose. Because for years i was like resisting walking to this purpose that i'm that i'm doing now and i've people like you just seem happy because i'm actually doing what i knew i should have been doing you know when i wasn't doing it and just trying to like block it out or just trying not to you know just pushing it down like that does you no justice at, at all like and get I, the doing
1: <laughs> I must say, from this podcast you look happy you shine it. You looking beautiful. The background is good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so this is one of some podcasts I do is kind of like stiff, but this podcast feel like you're you're vibrating through the screen. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. this is so natural. Like you you supposed to be here. So keep up Boy, the great thank work. You.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm walking into it, like I have stopped resisting. Like I love what I'm doing, you know.
1: Absolutely. And um,
0: that's an amazing feeling. Like, you know, it's worth more than money, you know? Absolutely. Money is good, though. Don't get it wrong. Money <laughs> is good. Was, you know, I I do believe, you know, you purpose in your, you purpose you prosper in your purpose. So, yes. you know. And so... You're doing a great job at prospering in your purpose over there, bro. C- C- CEO Bro Henry. So um, how can the people reach you, you know, and just keep in contact with you so that they can, you know, if this is something that has been on their minds or, you know, they just got that idea to so like, this is something I can teach and do. How can they contact
1: you? All right. I'll give you the three best ways. You can follow me on IG as CEO Bro Henry, even though I just got a new IG page because my last one got hacked and deleted, like wow. deleted all. But it's all good. I'm back. So follow me on IG at CEO Bro Henry. I um, can go to my website. If you're really interested in starting a school, you can go to www.workwithceobrohenry.com. And um, I got a, I got a case study on there with my three secrets on, that I use to build my school. You can get it for absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're interested, then we can hop on the phone, see if we're a good fit to work with each other. If that's something you're interested in doing. Um, and if not, you still got a roadmap to build a school for free. So um, we can do that. Also, I have a group on Facebook. Um, that's a private group that you can join for teachers, entrepreneurs, educators who are interested in building their own private school. There's uh, my mastermind is on there for free. Um, you can have I, I just did a keynote at the EDU hustle conference that's on there. It's like a three hour master course that we did. Where people were just asking questions. And I was answering everything. Uh, for three hours. Yes, it's three hours. I'm not sure how I survived, but it's on there. Um there's different podcasts on there, there's different um just resources, there's client testimonials, all kind of things. So you can tap in with me on Facebook, on Instagram, the website, uh, or if you have a personal question, just shoot me an email or something and I'll get back at you. So and my, my personal number is out there too, it's all over the place. So yeah. folks be tapping in my number like, who is this? So uh-huh. goes,
0: oh, okay. Bad, 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 bad. Let's it's, talk. Let's talk. So. It's way over there in Chicago, you know, or Indiana. <laughs> somewhere. Um. Okay. So I usually be closing it out, but then I want to ask you these two questions. So when you was a kid, what was your dream? And then where do you see yourself in five years from now?
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> my dream at first was to go to the NBA. I'm about to date my. I'm about to tell my age right now. When I was going into high school there was this kid that was about to graduate high school, senior year. His name was Kevin Garnett. <laughs> and so we ended up playing Kevin Garnett's team in a uh, UIC tournament in Chicago. And uh, that game, that one game, let me know the NBA wasn't for me. Because <laughs> uh, Kevin Garnett destroyed us. <laughs> like, oh,
0: wow. So to set you down. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> <laughs> I said he
1: set you down, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it was bad. It was like, oh, this is what NBA players look like? No, 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 that's not for me. So after the NBA, I went through all the things young black boys go through. Then I was like, y'all want to be a rapper, right? But I don't really have a work ethic. And yeah, that you know, I could rap, but it was, I didn't have a work ethic. So that didn't really work out. So then I just didn't know what I wanted to be, right? In my book, I talk about the fact that I was fired from 25 jobs before I found <laughs> entrepreneurship as I found it today and all i really knew i'm gonna tell you this funny story real quick when i was in high school all my cousins from chicago moved to the town i was in and they all worked at the 7-eleven so i get a call one day like yo pull up the cameras don't work come through at night and get whatever you want i'm like say less my entrepreneur mind kicked in i brought a duffel bag every night i used to come get like all type of product right when i was in high school I didn't really go to class that much. But if you came to my locker in between periods, I didn't have no books in my locker. I just had like a a, um, a sheet of paper with all my prices and all my products. <laughs> and so like I was selling candy every day to like teachers, students, administration, police officers, whoever needed something. I got it for the profit. Right? <laughs> so, All profit, no investment. <laughs> I knew at that time I wanted to make a lot of money. I just didn't know how I was going to do it. Right. right it took me a long time to get to that point to figure it out um so I wasn't really I didn't I was just drifting to be honest with you I didn't know what I wanted to do I, I at a certain point I knew I wanted to be a speaker but I had no clue how to become a speaker like how do I get booked how do somebody pick me up how, like what do I do I have no clue so other than that though just trying to figure it out like yo at a certain point I realized yo I don't want to be a dope dealer. All dope dealers I know got popped off. And I tried to sell a little something, something when I was younger, but I wasn't good at it. So <laughs> that didn't work out, right? Like, yo, know, I, I want to do some, but I don't we know. We have what.
0: stuff in common, then. We sold candy. I caught myself trying to sell a little
1: refund. <laughs> I tried. I, you know what's crazy? When I was younger, I had a roommate, my guy Zed. We was roommates. And I was sitting at the table breaking some work down. And everybody in my building sold something, right? So I, I look out my patio window and I see an ice cream truck pull up, and I'm like, that's odd that there's an ice cream truck outside. Then, like, 20 police cars pull up behind the ice cream truck, and I'm like, yo, they about to hit a sting. I'm sitting at this table with all this with all this marijuana in front of me, and it wasn't legal yet, <laughs> and I'm like, so I start thinking, are they coming here for me, right? There's 12 doors in our building. Are they coming here for me? Who are they coming for? I can't, I'm thinking, well, if I go, I can start flushing it right now, I won't get caught, but what if I start flushing it and they don't come? for me i don't got the money to pay this back right all these thoughts going through my head so i'm like let me see what happens the police hop out everybody's running inside they come upstairs to the second floor and i'm on the second floor so now my chances went from one in 12 to like one in four so i'm like all right it's still four of us but there's two sides they come to my side now the chances are one in two i'm like my heart's beating through my chest and i start telling myself like i'm too skinny to go to prison i can't go all the all the things you think i'm like maybe 18 years old, and I hear I hear boop 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 open the door police and I'm thinking like yo this is it like I just put my head down, put my hands there, sunk in my seat, like it's over, I'm going to jail. And then they kicked my neighbor's door in and they took him to jail. <laughs> and at that moment I knew this ain't for me, I ain't about this life, Boy, you are too so much. Too <laughs> so much too so, soon. <laughs> too much, too much. So yeah, that's not let that be a lesson for the, You ain't about that life, don't be about that life. Um <laughs> What was the other question you asked? I'm sorry. I um, to
0: say. Okay, so whether you see yourself in Kika Ke- Ke- First Academy in five years. And apologies for you know me up there just destroying it's, the name <laughs>
1: It take people a while to catch it. That's all it takes people a while to catch it. Um five years from now, I see us having, you know, multiple schools, franchises, and I really see us helping a lot of people to impact their community. Um, my goal is to help build a hundred schools. In the United States, and you know, I got calls to do international. That's a whole nother ball game. I I got to figure that out. We've got calls for it, but I got to figure out how, what the processes are. It's a little bit different. That's like,
0: amazing. Um,
1: but I want to be into that field by that time, and uh, I want to help hundred people build schools, uh, you know, in our community. So that's that's where I see it. But by that time, five years from now, we'll have Houston, we'll have Atlanta hopefully we'll have LA five years from now and we'll have New York up and running. So Houston, Atlanta, where we're at here in Rockford, LA, New York, all those schools privately owned, plus whatever franchises buy into the franchise within the next five years.
0: Well, I believe you will have that because we already see that you have manifested and spoken so much into existence. And so, Congrats in advance on those, you know, on those future endeavors. And so, <laughs> it's definitely been a pleasure to have you here on the Pink Link Podcast and just blessing us with, with your presence, knowledge, and just dropping so many gems and stories on us today. And um so, I'm about to really close it out, you all. And I hope you all enjoyed as well and support the brother CEO, Bro Henry, because I will drop all of his information below in the description box. And um, as always, I want to tell you, you know, you are great and the life you want, you create as well, you know, and we heard it here. We see it here all the time, you know, with these guests and myself, just doing the things that, you know, you are purposed to do in your life. And so once again, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the Pink Link Podcast and support your girl. And so um, yeah, have a great day and go out there and start creating. Blessings on blessings to you. Thank you again, CEO bro, bro Henry.
1: Let's not let me stop the recording. Hold on a second.